0: Listening to Stopping Spurs, the podcast that's 40th minutes of football adjacent frivolity hosted by Tottenham Hotspur fangirls, me, Acid, and Patty. What's up, Patty?
1: How is your
0: international break?
1: <laughs> Hi, Acid. Um, I guess, unlike the boys, I'm pretty chill. They're working hard. Um, but yeah, it's been quite good. At least I'm still on a high from our recent wins. How are you? Same, yeah, yeah. I think for like a week it kind of, I kind of forgot about it, but like watching
0: the highlights again, I'm like, whoa, oh, mm-hmm. we're in a really good place. And I hope that when international break ends, we can kind of pick up where we left off form wise. <laughs> yeah.
1: We get hope, we get hope.
0: I know. Um, Anyway, for this episode, we have loads to talk about, even if there are no games on. Um, Coming up on the show, we're going to break down this Q&A video with our Welsh boys, Ben and Joe. I know, right? He's still here. Who knew? (laughs) It's not so much what they're saying that we're learning from. We're going to talk about how much we're learning from what's actually not mm. being said. Mm. Mm. Also, we break down another set of videos, this time from Sergio Reguion's social media superstar <laughs> girlfriend, Marta Diaz, called Un Domingo de Chile en Casa. <laughs> and it's just, I love this kind of peek into rich people's homes and what they do. It's amazing, and we're going to point out some proof that despite the millions of pounds and millions of followers, they're actually a super low-key couple. Mm. Mm. Yeah, of course, at halftime, we have recaps with sports correspondent Toby of the Brighton and West Ham wins. (whistles) All right, let's kick off the first half. So before all of that, we're going to talk about just some, just a nice sampler platter of all of these really sweet social media posts that kind of show how we're uh, we're just so precious we need to change our name to precious moments football club <laughs> the vibes As are said, just I because love of it. the winds yeah because of the winds our vibes are just are just so pure the love is just is so much i love
1: it it's kind of insane like how silent they can be obviously when we're losing and naturally so but, like, just having them, like, post right after and just having them be on that high, it, I get the second high. I get, like, it's like a wave because you you win and then you come down from the high and then everybody posts on social and then you get high again. It's just nice. I love this train. Keep it going, guys. Precious moments. I
0: love it. The first precious moment comes from the Spurs official Instagram. Check out the links in our episode description. So this is, I'm going to say, a multi-photo post, even if it's two photos. But check it out and look at Conte's face as he looks at Son. Look at his face as he's hugging him. His face is pure love and pure joy. There's a list somewhere, an official list of who loves Son the most. And I think number (laughs) one is his mom. Number two is Antonio Conte. (laughs) It's very close. It's
1: a very close number two. It's just his face, man. I, I love okay. that his mom beat um, Antonio because like Antonio was really putting up a fight. Like the look of love is a bit intense, mm-hmm. and
0: mm-hmm.
1: like if I were his parents, I would just like message him every day just to remind him that hey, we we love you too. We love you more, mostest maybe, he loved but you Antonio first. <laughs> Antonio's intensity is bar none. But also I'm loving how our new boys are really just assimilating and fitting in quite well. Our next post is from our the Spurs official Instagram still, but they essentially did like this weird like repost kind of whatever, wherein they post a photo of Golisevsky. Um and superimposed on it is his Instagram like caption on his page this is strange but just click on the link you'll see it it's him (laughs) post game or during the game and his caption his caption for the photo which you don't see is called my team hashtag koi's white heart emoji guys he just joined just like two seconds ago and he's already like really yeah. feeling the love i love it I he's love so it. he's he fits in i take back what i said in the beginning when i joked that i was like he needs a bit of grooming no 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 you're perfect just as you are the clean cut good boy we you know i'm a Swede. it's too too cute too cute i love it i love it's it so too much cute. my team i can't it's <laughs> two words and i can't <laughs> Another
0: super precious moment. Oh my gosh. So this is after the West Ham game. It's a video from Spurs official of Hoibes coming down the tunnel after full time. And you can you can see him, he's waving and he's walking. He looks so happy. And then he sees he looks at the camera and shakes his fist. And then he seems to, I don't know, we can't hear what he says. He whispers something to himself. Mm. What is this self-talk? I want to know. It's so precious. And we know he's whispering I, because we can hear everything else. In this video, we hear everything. So we know <laughs> he's saying something inwardly. Oh.
1: You know what? If affirmations are what it takes, you continue that. You continue that. Drink your Yerba mate. Tell yourself you're special and you'll do it. I just watched a TEDx video on like self-confidence. And I'm like, you know what, boys? Root for yourselves. You are your number one cheerleaders. We're a close number two, but you have to be your number one cheerleader. And then Conte can follow us. All right. (laughs) Speaking of people we love to see, after the game, obviously we get all of these like post-match hugging and kissing, and I love it. The Spurs Web on Twitter tweeted this super lovely, amazing short clip of Sunny just going around, getting love from everybody. And you can see the way Sonny really projects. It's like the smile in his eyes. He's just happy, He's so happy. He goes to a couple people, whatever, whatever. But then he starts, he points from afar. And into the frame of the camera, you see Captain Hugo Lloris walk in. And the I really love the crow's feet, the crinkle in the eyes of Hugo, because when he smiles, it's all the way up there, and you can see it. And I just got flashbacks to when they were almost killing each other last year. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, dark moments in our history, but it's all clearly coming from a place of love because this is really how they view each other. And it's that love. It's the the, the captain to Sonny and Sonny to his captain, to his friend. Too good. Too cute. I love it so much.
0: Uh, there's more There's more Hugo cuteness coming This next one is a link from Reddit, and it's a post-match interview with Hugo. And there are just so many beautiful moments here, because he's so happy, Mm. and he's so proud of his team, and he's so full of love for, of course, Harry and and Son. And the interviewer uh, prompts him to talk about Harry-Son partnership. And he like Mm -hmm. really candidly smiles and goes, I think we can talk all night about them. Which we love. Can we? Can we talk all night about them? We're ready. Can we? Let's (laughs) go. He says, it doesn't matter which manager is coming. The relationship is the same. I love it.
1: I love love it. it. That's really sweet. That's really sweet. So coming from the old boys to our new boys, we don't get to see a lot of Golini. But I love how he added the England account. On, 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 I think it was Instagram, yeah, because uh, there was a Reddit post on a Koi's Reddit subreddit wherein they posted this like screenshot, I think, of Dyer. Um, you know, just, I think it was post-game, and it's just one of the games where, I mean, he's obviously been performing incredibly well, and you can see him going from, you know, strength to strength. And so, it's Dyer's own post, and <laughs> what Golini essentially puts is the shrug emoji and, like, at England... <laughs> England wasn't even anywhere on this and i just like it i like that he's got his boys back Mm -hmm. it's it was all it's really just like a yo england this is what you're fucking missing and it's really sweet i really really appreciate how all these new boys have just really embedded themselves i said really like way too many times there but it's true eric dyer Please continue to be your best. Be best. Um, improve, be best. and hopefully one day England will see P- Golini's response. Because yeah, we too, we concur, um, Golini. Totally. We don't know why England doesn't see what we see. Well, yes. we see it, and we see you, Dyer. We see you, Golini, and I want to see a bromance here. I need this. I need more. Totally,
0: I love it. Keep advocating for each other, boys. I love we it. Love it. Next, okay, this is not from the team, but this is, I guess, something that, a magical, precious moment that the team has helped create. Check out this tweet from a mom of a really cute little Spurs fan. I'm sure everyone on Spurs Twitter has seen this, and we just can't help but, like, call it out again and and make even more people look at it. Check this out. So, it's a photo of her daughter... With a birthday card that you get from when you, when you join One Hotspur, you do get a birthday card <laughs> on your birthday. And it says, happy birthday, best wishes from everyone at the club, Sun Hyung Min. Um, And it appears to have been signed by Sun. We know it's not really, we know it's, he didn't literally sign that. But this <laughs> girl thinks he did, she says, didn't realize these were part of the One Hotspur memberships, a nice touch. She thinks it was personally sent from him, which is so flippin' mm. cute precious moments in the I know believe it girl and I think there's a follow-up to this where eventually Sunny sends over a video of him actually addressing her so oh my god
1: your mama made it happen. (laughs) I love it I love these cuteness from cuteness though we move on to more cuteness kind of in a way it's a cuteness crossover so if you guys aren't aware, Acid and I uh, contain multitudes. And not only are we Spurs fangirls, we also happen to appreciate Formula One motorsports. And so yes. F1 is back in our lives. And after the crazy season that was passed, and if you haven't caught up with Drive to Survive season three or four, God, I don't even know what number it is, but it's been, it's been amazing. Please do that. I've been toying around with this with this F1 podcast and maybe we just have a little section within our first podcast to do it. And that is exactly what we are doing in this section. So because the season has kicked off, we have we are this is our reminder to you guys that sports people, they're just like us. They're also fans <laughs> of other sports and I love seeing it. You love to see this shit. So over the weekend obviously we've had a couple games uh, a couple races and it is clear to see that Haas being powered by a engine (laughs) that is beyond what they had last year are freaking killing it Haas for those who know have been like bottom constructor in the past couple of years and just have not been able to catch a break but having a spot gone for their driver's seat they take back Kevin Magnussen and the cute part here is guys here you go you can now Zoom in again. We're going back to the Spurs connection. Kevin Magnuson is Danish. Who do we have in our team who's Danish? Hoibes. What do you do (laughs) when two Danish men come together? Fanboy for each other. So it's super cute Like as on Hoybes' Instagram stories, unfortunately it's gone now, but we saved a screenshot for posterity. He posts a Haas Instagram photo into his stories and says, what a comeback at Kevin Magnuson at f1 at has team and clearly he is just happy for his kababayan k mags i don't know what kababayan is in danish if we have any danish listeners please clue us in to what it means <laughs> to be your fellow countryman in yeah. your native language in danish because this would be super interesting to me
0: yeah and he isn't the only this isn't the only f1 crossover in the team um these have not happened super recently mm. but in the past we've seen that Harry is definitely in his countryman's corner, in Lewis's corner. Um I think especially after that controversial season finale, Harry took to Instagram to mm. I guess stand up for Lewis and kind of declare that he felt like that was unfair and Lewis should have won. So yeah.
1: And I think I think it continues to align by country. Clearly, because Harry isn't the only one showing some English representation love. What last season? Uh, when obviously Max Verstappen contentiously won <laughs> the mm-hmm. world championship, we get an Instagram story as well from Stevie Bergwine, who we didn't realize was an F1 fan, but we love it. So he posted as well on his Instagram stories. We don't know if it was just like Spurs admin being like, you know, finding connections, but there was that photo of Stevie with like the Verstappen, or I think it was Verstappen with like the Stevie kit. I forget which way it was, but the point is uh, the PR team is working hard to make sure there was that (laughs) um, Dutch connection right there. And you know what? I will take it. I love these kind of crossovers. And as promised, uh, we got a call from one of our Danish listeners. Kababayan in Danish is Landsmind. I don't know if I said that correctly, but thank you to our uh, Danish listener for cluing us in. Thank you so much. Wow. That's awesome. From Danish, we move on to Welsh, our Welsh boys. Yeah. So there's a like a, a Welsh
0: boy showdown on the Spurs official Instagram. They shared a video where they ask this, the normal format of someone off camera will ask a question. And the two peeps, uh, in this case, it's Ben and Joe, will give their answer and they kind of talk about it. Um, it's not, honestly, it's not It's not a great video. I get why they released it during the international break. It's not going to get as many eyeballs, and I don't think it deserves so many. But there are some interesting things here, and we'll just tell you. You
1: don't even have to watch it.
0: Um, one Counterpoint, though.
1: I think they should focus on these boys, because they don't yeah. get any attention. I, I'm mm. glad, like, yes, they're not as riveting, but how can one master the art of being charming if you're not given the chance to step up to the plate? So fair enough, guys. This is your first chance mm. at, you know, taking a spotlight. Use it well.
0: <laughs> I see, I see. Okay, my mind is open. I'm I'm willing to see more <laughs> of this. Let's use this at a, as a starting point. Yeah. And And learn, I guess, figure out how to answer questions in a... More entertaining, engaging, and harmonious <laughs> way. Yeah. So I guess the first thing that stuck out to me was oh my god, Joe is still
1: around. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, but anyway, that aside, I think there's another thing that we noticed.
1: Yeah, guys, you know, I love my Benny Boo. Benny Boo for fucking ever. Any chance I get a, you know, snip, snippet of him, I am all for it. But I guess there's this thing called, there's this phenomena called code switching. And it basically says that when you're speaking with someone you kind of take on the accent they're speaking with and so here is the exact example of that because ben has never sounded more welsh (laughs) i honestly needed subtitles for this video because it was tough and ben usually is just super duper like normally easy to to to, just to hear and listen to and understand but Wow, Joe with Ben was incredibly, like, I loved it. It felt like, I don't know, is it Peaky Blinders? I don't know, I don't know they're Irish, but, like, these Welsh lads were something else.
0: Yeah, it was really, it was cute to see them, kind of, just really lean into their accents. I, oof, maybe this next thing, I'm not sure I'd describe it as cute. I'm kind of getting a, like, not the easiest of vibes between mm. the two. Ben definitely seemed, like, I guess, unwilling to engage so much. She was almost <laughs> defensive or just overall not super amiable. Even mm. like, even Joe felt a bit like slightly standoffish. I don't know. Yeah. I'm wondering if Bale was a key piece of the Welsh mafia. You know how in every group of three friends, yeah. there's usually one that is kind of the glue that holds them the together. Glue yeah and when that friend moves to another city it's just the two yeah. of them and it's just more obvious that ah, they Ooh. were the less close of the entire group and i'm feeling like maybe that's it bale was there the welsh mafia emerged bale is gone and now it's just it's just them. oh
1: man the fissures are cracking i mean there were some questions there about like oh who's a better friend and then you know like it was a bit like, it was banter, but I guess, I don't know if it's just very dry humor, but, yeah, I feel you on that. There, the, because of that, they were like, "Who? which one of you is, like, more fun or whatever? And they were having this banter about, like, oh, yeah, no, it'll be me or whatever. And then Joe was like, yeah, Sonny's told me a lot of things. <laughs> Randomly. <laughs> what and Ben's is like, Sonny saying? I know. And, like, Ben was like, what do you mean? I haven't, like, and he kept trying to enunciate. And what I was trying to understand, there was a... I guess he goes, I haven't hung out with Sonny. Sonny's only been out, like, it's all these, like chopped words and basically sunny you town gossip you even if you didn't actually say anything to joe the fact that you were top of mind for him to say that sunny told me things and then ben to your defense i like how he kind of stopped himself because sunny sounds like a recluse to be honest it seems like he hasn't gone out with benny in a long while but ben just goes i've just gone out with sunny like 200 times like that was kind of cute cute save but yeah, that's Ben, always thinking on his toes, you know, I always know, on his always toes. He's thinking. not going to drop any, like, teammates and throw them under the bus. I love it.
0: Not at all. Yeah, yeah. Just Joe. <laughs> <laughs> it seems. <laughs> cool. So that's,
1: yeah, that's it. Check the video out if you want. But if you didn't, or not. you
0: know all the important but yeah. bits.
1: But boys, do better, be better. We want to see more of you, so you got to step up. All right? Cool. There goes the whistle. We will see you at halftime with Kumbaya Master Toby as he walks us through our games. See you then. And we're back. Welcome back to Stalking Spurs. You are still here with Acid and myself, Patty, but of course at halftime, we are joined by our Kumbaya Master and sports correspondent, Toby. Hey Toby, how are you?
2: Exceptionally well, thank you. Good to be here.
1: You guys look super, I mean, I guess cold. Uh, Meanwhile, I am sweating like anything, (laughs) but we are here to enjoy the wonderful past two games as Spurs go through international break. We are here to discuss Brighton 0-2, yay us away, and West Ham 3-1 at home, yay us still. Is this a change in the air? Two games in a row? What? I know. Uh, I feel so spoiled <laughs> that we have
0: back-to-back wins <laughs> and it hasn't been it's been a ooh, am I gonna am I gonna jinx it by saying this? But it's it seems like a stop to our win-lose, win-lose, win-lose form.
2: It's just been great seeing everybody like play to their potential and like there's really zero doubts. I felt like across these two games of what the strategy is like what the team dynamic expectation is like our routes of attack and who's in one on defense it like we're starting to look a bit like a well-oiled machine and on top of that to have the mentality there as well yeah it's they're making it look easy at the moment
0: yeah it was I just mean, so flowy right they were watching the highlights earlier and it was just like woo
1: yeah goals Yeah, and these were two games where I wasn't, like, clutching my seat and wanting to strangle myself (laughs) (laughs) at the same time. Simultaneously. Simultaneously. like (laughs) like, one-hand beach. (laughs) But, like, I mean, we've got the usual goals from Sonny giving us two goals in the West Ham game and Kane giving us a goal in the Brighton game. But we also have Cudi Romero. What? I love these things.
2: Yeah, the I mean, the announcers at halftime or at the end of the game, I can't remember which one of it was because it would apply to either, but just tripping over themselves to say how well everybody did. Like, across the board, too, they were hi- highlighting Romero at the back and, like, his strength and his tackles and kind of his vision on defense, like, was absolutely superb. So, yeah, a real team effort. I mean, Hoybier once again, at his finest, just, like, all over the pitch, making great tackles, great through balls. Like winning the ball in the midfield, just a truly like all around performance from him as well.
0: Yeah, totes. So I feel like we've we've dedicated hours and hours and hours on this podcast talking about the dynamic duo of Harry and Son. But I think in the the last mm. few games, another duo is emerging. Um, and this was talked about on Match of the Day. So there's this link to our Reddit post that screen grabs. Tottenham's dynamic duo, and here we see Hoibers, of course, and we also see Bentancur, whose Ooh. name I've been mispronouncing all this time, but I'm gonna I'm gonna try to nail it. So it it kind of it shows just how well they're working together. Like the specific kind of fan I am, if a partnership isn't resulting in something tangible, like a goal. I don't appreciate that as much so it was it was cool to see this and be like you know what i see this as well that's really cool good on you guys
2: and interesting here that the stat that they highlight is like accurate passes so it's not even like blocked Mm. shots or like successful tackles that you might expect from a defensive you know midfield pairing so this really shows that we're really able to play out of the back when we win the ball low in our half we're able to like find routes forward so that's really really impressive
0: i guess it also means that they're super like on the same page and working as one and i'm gonna attribute this really smooth and in sync working relationship to the yerba mate connection (laughs) they had early on remember check out our episode yerba mate mates we talk about the beginnings of this partnership and how it's rooted in like the things that they love, such as a really specific kind of super high caffeine tea. <laughs>
1: so it's paying
0: off. You know it's what? Paying
1: off. If that's what it took, give everyone freaking yerba mate. Take away the condiments. <laughs> Everybody's on a yerba mate plan, and we are like good to go. I mean, right now, as it stands on the table, we're fifth. We're fifth. We're fifth with twenty nine matches played. Arsenal, Chelsea above us have only played 28. Man City Liverpool 29 as well. And we're at 51 points versus the top of the table at 70. And obviously we still got some games to go. So what are our thoughts on like getting even breaking into the top four? I know it's so crazy to even think about it now, given before I was just like, can we not get fucking relegated? And then now it's like, can we beat the, you know, get out of the midfield? And then it was like, please get into the top six. And now that we're fifth. It's like it's holy so shit close. can we make it to four like am i am it's i dreaming so too close. am i dreaming too much
0: no i think i think the o- personally i think the only thing we need to do is and i'm i'm, I'm going to say it like it's easy is to get maximum points and beat arsenal <laughs> when we play them so they've kind of weaseled out of a situation of trying to face us but eventually they're going to have to face the music and when they do, I hope we crush them
2: yeah, I think i I was wondering about this, and I think maybe it's what would make me a terrible football manager is that I'm kind of satisfied with where we're at right now <laughs> <laughs> and like because we've exceeded i mean my own my own expectations of where we would be, and I think we've fought hard for this fifth position, and I think yeah, it's so if we can grab a couple more wins and maybe. You know, luck isn't always on our side, so some of them don't go our way. But we're still able to secure that fifth spot. I think I would still consider the season a big success. Obviously, thankfully, the the team and Conte and the lads are much more ambitious than I am. So I bet they're like absolutely <laughs> ravenous for that top four spot. So, yeah, I think a lot's gonna hang on that on that Arsenal result.
1: Do we know when the Arsenal game is? Because I don't see it in our upcoming fixtures. I don't think they've scheduled
2: it yet. Yeah. Funny enough.
1: I mean, maybe they can just concede and just give us the points. Yeah, yeah I'm they down. were the Wars ones who me. backed out anyway. So yes. Yeah, I, I think that's but fair. You know, don't, don't keep us waiting. I think just going into, before we move on and, you know, talk about the next games, I'm what really impressed me about Brighton and um, West Ham or how we played against them is that it wasn't like we were dominating the possession. Possession was like 50-ish. So it's not like we, it was a sure thing. It was really a lot of team effort. And as to your point of like passing accuracy as like the stats that we're going for now, like it's pretty nuts. We're at like 87, 90% in these things versus the competition at like, I think around 80-ish. So, So there is a, there is that gap there, but are you guys, at least for me, I don't know if you guys see it, but I'm just also much more invested now in the rest of the squad more than just waiting for, like, the last touch before it goes in. It's like I'm now able to kind of appreciate, which is rare for me. I rarely appreciate um, tiny men running around if I don't see close-ups of the faces. But, like, it's like, ooh, the way they're passing is quite beautiful. And it reminds me of this, like, our namesake. Um, the Spurs uh, and the NBA Uh and how they play like a very beautiful passing game where then there was this YouTube video of like just how beautiful their passes were set to classical music and I thought that was quite amazing and I'm kind of hoping someone does that with us soon because we've been pretty great with how it's I mean fast but also just like fluid it kind of and I know I was new a fan then so I can't really tell but kind of reminds me of the poch days when it was like a really lot of like pretty yes. like passing and not just like get down and dirty you know whatever it takes grossness which is also fine i'll take the points but yeah i don't know i i just it's reminding me of a of a better time
0: yeah same here yeah i, I would compare it to the same to the same time because I, I guess because of feelings as a viewer yeah i remember when watching uh games in the pochettino era i felt confident about wins i went into games expecting that we'd we'd fight for it and we'd make things happen and these beautiful things did happen and i think that feeling Mm. went away for a while (laughs) and now i feel like it's back like i'm expecting to see like beautiful entertaining football now yeah
2: yeah i i totally agree and from all over the pitch i think there were a few examples like where romero gets the ball deep in our own half and just they have that confidence now to play out of the back and some really nice little like passing triangles and things to work it out. And yeah, it feels like everybody's good with the ball at their feet now. So it's, yeah, I I completely agree. And I think the West Ham game, they were kind of, you know, maybe the announcers were making some excuses for them as well as they'd had a good, was it Europa League win earlier in the week and saying how gassed they were. But I don't know, even without that, I don't think they ever really were in that match. I think they... At points they were getting the ball and didn't look like they were even attacking very much because I don't think they saw any ways in anymore. but uh, yeah, I think that we absolutely dominated that game. So yeah, I think the confidence is is really high at the moment.
1: And I don't I guess I don't wanna join the hype train just yet of Conte, but so far I mean two games in a row. What can we say? I'm not complaining. So coming up R, of course. Uh, we've got a couple games in April coming up soon. We get out of international break and enter back into the ring. Newcastle at home, Aston Villa away, another Brighton, another Brighton um, at home this time, and then Brentford away. So those are, And then finally Leicester. So it's quite a packed April um, with five games. Tottenham um, against Leicester at home. So that's five games coming up. And I guess we all know the question that I'm about to ask. I know, Toby, you're satisfied at just staying at number five, which is fantastic considering where we started the season. What are our thoughts, predictions for our five games?
0: <laughs> I really want top four. We got to win all of these. And I think that we can. <laughs> I think that we can. Looking at the games coming up, uh, we're playing some of, like a lot of them at home. Um, and they're all teams that we should be able to beat if we want to be in the top four. So I think I think we gotta we totally we gotta
2: I think yeah, there's believe. definitely a big opportunity to do so. A lot of those games are at home as well, so I think yeah, you couldn't really design a better kind of run in schedule than this if if we wanted to. So yeah, a lot to play for. I think again, we've had a fabulous international break, knock on wood, thankfully. Fewer inj- injuries, but like Bergvine scoring a few times for the Netherlands, mm. Hoybjerg playing really well, Kulisevsky was good for Sweden, even though they got knocked out. I had Nothing else to focus on apart from these, so no other, no that, no other distractions. <laughs> so there's a lot to a lot to play for.
1: I love it. Maximum points. Here we go. Fifteen. Let's do this. Let's just get in the top four. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you so much, Toby, for joining us again. And the next time we speak, I hope we're still doing the streak of wins because literally we gotta get those points. Kois,
2: kois, kois. Kois, kois, kois.
0: Hey! Welcome back. Let's get this second half going. <laughs> So in the second half, we're going to dive into, we're going to do a deep dive into some Marta Diaz content. So check out this video from her Instagram, (laughs) Un Domingo en la Casa de Marta. Obviously, I'm on Duolingo Unit (laughs) 1, but for those who are on Unit 0, that just meant um, a Sunday at Marta's house. (laughs) So this, oh my gosh, this Instagram is a treasure trove of mm. learnings about <laughs> the inner world of Marta and the Sergio Región. She's kind of just doing like a kind of slice of life, a, like a day with us at home kind of deal. Um, there's a lot of really mundane things in here and a lot of extremely interesting things that are also kind of mundane. Um, so check it out. The link is in our episode description. And it starts as one would, kind of rolling out of bed, uh, making it seem like she woke up like this. I'm not buying it, but I'm going to (laughs) go along with it. (laughs) Clearly, one does not wake up like this. No, I think the cute things to note in this very short sequence is that her pangtulog is uh, a dinosaur print. She's wearing dinosaur print, but pajamas, or a onesie, which is incredibly sweet. And check out their headboard. There's, like, a small photo of them, which I'm finding really... I'm finding extremely... Extremely sweet in, like, a high school way, but also still really sweet. So, anyway, just keep going. And we just want to point out, uh, as we teased earlier, these people have all the money and all the followers. But there are some signs about how practical a couple they are. Mm. Like, when... When Marta makes her breakfast, she pours like a supermarket brand, like a Tesco brand orange juice, which I'm loving. What? Check our fridge. We have the same orange juice.
1: Just we like have the
0: same orange juice as <laughs> Reggie. I love it. Also, another sign is in their bathroom, as she's going through her skincare routine, you can see that they have method hand soap, which I know, like it's a supermarket brand. And among the supermarket mm. brands, it's the... It's the pricier one, but it's still a supermarket brand. You can totally like walk into a fair price and get the same soap that Reguyon and Marta have.
1: That's that's that's
0: low key blowing my mind because
1: I'm sure That's accessibility like that's how you totally. get like i mean of course one day she will graduate to the sponsorships of like everything in her life is branded but it's so nice that we reached her as she's still in this phase of buying supermarkets of now you what you can do is stock every tesco in the area so that you know where they live but that's just me
0: <laughs> i know yeah like, for sure, you go into Kate Kane's bathroom, mm. you go into Marine Larissa's bathroom, and they're going to have, like, a lot or or ISA Oh, for or
1: sure. Or something. Sure.
0: Or something that's, like, bespoke, that's made for them. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, definitely. Totes, totes.
0: Yeah. And I think I just want to close out this part, that, like, at the end of the day, when Reggie comes home from training or whatever, what they choose to do <laughs> is they play table tennis for a bit, they have a risotto dinner, and then they watch Minions. Cute. And then you see them playing a board game, Settlers of Catan. It's just, it's so, so normal.
1: <laughs> totally. I mean, I love, I love their life. I love their life. They're cute. And my God, they're so young. Like. They are. Do you know what is she, like 20? Yeah. I think she just turned. Jesus. And she's dating this, like, footballer from, in the Premier League. Like, this is the yeah. life. Yes, it is. Well, good for her, but I love it guys good for her. If you haven't gotten enough of Marta, <laughs> wait, there's more. Oh, <laughs> acid has surprised me. I thought this Instagram video was like, oh wow, that's pretty cool. I watched it, obviously. And then acid drops this crazier thing on me guys. There is a 12 minute YouTube video. Clearly, this girl is hustling gotta get that content dollars which I'm super proud of her because this shit is not easy so really it's guys yeah. I mean choose to watch it don't watch it I think you should watch it it's quite an interesting 12 minutes where she washes her face for a lot of it but the biggest difference is that this seems to be another day of the week but it's still a pretty like a chill day at home in London and in Lon- Londres also my very if acid is unit one in Spanish I'm in unit dos <laughs> <laughs> and so there's not much I can understand so it's such a sad thing because she speaks a lot and there's narration in this I tried putting on like the closed captioning but to no avail so I my goal is to now level up on Duolingo so much that I understand what she's saying in all of this because she does a tour of the house not much really it's quite like vanilla um, clearly yeah. this is I mean I don't know how long they've been living there but it has that service apartment vibes that you know they just came over when they haven't they've been here for a long time But what I really appreciate about this, and Acid noted it as well, is that she really seems to be such a hard worker. I know that, like, being an influencer is its own freaking challenge, because if you notice, in this entire video, you can see that she has multiple shots, because she's taking, she's recording a video, there's another angle to the video, she has her, like, ring light that looks quite intense, and she's just really giving it her all. She is clearly putting in the hours to get to that 2.09 million subscribers. Guys, that's fucking insane. That's a lot. Please please note, thank you, acid, for your rigorous research on this. Marta has 3.1 million Instagram followers, guys. By comparison, Reggie only has two. Who is the superstar in this relationship? I think it's clear. (laughs) Numbers don't lie. Numbers don't lie. I know, I love it. It's kind of like, I I also kind of look up to Reggie then for not like being insecure about that because like, good job. Um, For, I guess, their benchmark and I guess these are their idols one day. I'm waiting for Marta's fashion line, but David Beckham has 71.7 million um, followers while Posh, who has her own brand as a Spice Girl and is just like a brand on her own, has 29.5 million. So that's like almost half. So less, yeah. Marta? So,
0: Marta is on track to exceeding yeah. that fa- Like, that's
1: wild. I'm finding that that's really, really that wild. That is wild. But, yeah, yeah, congrats, guys. Marta is pretty, and she really does look like Lisa Soberano. And I love she that does. for she her. Does. I love that for them. Um, yeah. I hope she stays, like, low-key and just, like, humble. Because, like, yeah, you're living the life. You're sexy. You're hot. Like, just keep it chill. I love these. More chill days in Londres, please
0: all right and now you know what let's quit the faffing about we know what you guys are here for (laughs) it's now time to name the spurs beauty of the week for any new listeners this is the point where we unleash our full stalkerness (laughs) so we did spending the past few weeks combing the internet and the social media of, of spurs players and their wives and girlfriends sometimes even their aunts of course. In search for quality Spurs baby content. The <laughs> first one we want to talk about comes from former Spurs women player Alex Morgan. Check out this photo of her and her daughter Charlie on her Instagram. I don't know I don't know who's cuter here. I really don't <laughs> know who's cuter here. Is it Alex or is it Charlie? Because I think they're neck and neck. They're
1: like it's they're kind of flexing for the camera and just being super It's cute. a tie it's definitely a tie and for more ties guys this is a quite stacked week i'm telling you the babies are back when the dads are international breaks in a way the babies come to play and now we have a spurs legends baby we don't get to see much content here but thank you patricia to um gazaniga's partner for posting this super duper cute face the baby is adorable um, we want more of it. There he is, like, hamming it up. What are they, like, it's some, like, really high, high rise, because that view is pretty epic, and that baby knows that can shine. I, I'm not yet sure. I think he looks a bit more like his mom, but, like, she's hot, too, so, like, this is not a bad thing. I'm looking forward to seeing more of this baby. I'm trying to figure out, I, I'm I, again, Spanish, poor, but, like, we're gonna figure out this baby's whole lineage and name, because... We want it. Guys, it's a locked account, so make sure you follow her. But, you know, we're in the, we're in the circle. So we got this we're exclusive in the circle. content. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Our stocking scales are just so good. So next, we're going to drop by um, Cody Romero's Instagram. Unfortunately, this is an Instagram story that has expired. Um, I think we would, Romero, if you're listening, we want you to have more stuff on your feed, rather, <laughs> than stories. Or why not cross-post? Why not cross-post? Yeah. So there's just a series of photos with his his very new baby with captions saying amores de papa or hermoso de papa. It's just it's just it's so sweet. It's just him sharing a cute moment with his
1: cutie. Super cute. Cutie Romero and Cutie Romero. Please continue to post. Speaking of cuties, Dao Sanchez baby salvi guys. The neck hunt is still live. We have not spotted this child's neck. I'm loving it. Here he is going shopping <laughs> in like, a nice like letterman jacket and jeans. He's so big now. He can stand upright. He's in the middle of a woman's store. So clearly, Daniela Reynad is out shopping. And dad and Salvi got to fill their time in. So here he is mm-hmm. just looking looking. Cute and adorable and smiley and no neck inside. I approve with the mm-hmm. caption una sonrisa para arreglar el viernes, which thank you Google Translate says a smile to brighten your Friday and super cute. It has Aww. brightened my Wednesday as we record this. Good job, Dao. Good job, Salvi.
0: Next, we're checking in on Toby Alderweireld's Instagram. Check out this photo. Um, clearly after. After a, his wife's Spartan race, because here she is in her headband and medal. It's clearly a victorious day for her. And Toby has shared this photo of them with Ayla with a caption, My Girls Sparkly Emoji. Oh, I love this. First of all, I just want to say props to Mama on her Spartan medal. That's not easy. Oh. Clearly, Toby is not the only athlete yeah. in, in this family. That's I amazing. Love that. Yeah. Um, also, I, just
1: want to call out.
0: <laughs> I think Ayla is not the only child in this family, and we just want to say, What is up with this Jace erasure?
2: <laughs> Justice Jace, for we love Jace. you.
0: Justice for Jace. There's a
1: pattern emerging <laughs> here. Toby, we're on to you, okay? Come on, show us baby Jace. We think he's a cutie. More cuties coming
0: your way. Don't be
1: so obvious in your favoritism. More, I mean, we know she's not your favorite. Blink twice if she's not your favorite. (laughs) Let us know. Anyway, more cuties in the form of the family, the Vertonghen family. So, Nyan posted on his Instagram a series of photos. Clearly, they're on vacation. He geotags it as Evora. And guys, these are like... uh i can't actually tell where evora is but it seems to be a municipality in portugal i've never been but it looks wonderful Mm -hmm. and what i love is that we get to see all the babies his youngest is back in business and like faces and all everybody is facing the camera everyone looks so happy Sophie, his wife, looks gorgeous. They're seated in front of a fountain. They're on a swing. They're enjoying a restaurant that has graffiti on the wall. And in that graffiti, you can see their names on the wall. So one of the kids mm-hmm. wrote on the wall. And I see some names like, wait, Laila? I know I know, one of those names is Layla. So that's obviously the daughter. Um, there's Sophie. That's the mom. There's Jan, obviously. And then there's Benfica. Because why, Benfic- not? why and not? then... I see um, Timo and Yemo. So I don't know which kid is Timo and which kid is Yimo, but I think it's cute. Clearly, this was Laila doing the graffiti on the wall, and I love it so much. More from the Familia Vertonghen, please, because honestly, they are the cutest.
0: Totally. And from a family day in a sunny climate, we go to a family day in an extremely gloomy one. <laughs> So check out this post from Christian Erickson's Instagram. Aww. Chris, we love you.
1: So cute. check this
0: out. It's his wife holding hands with her baby, holding hands with her son, walking uh, down a I guess, sidewalk <laughs> on a very rainy day. Christian Erikson says, every day is family day. Heart emoji, double high five
1: emoji. That is really Just
0: cute. Just sweet.
1: Just sweet. And um, yeah. Toby, this is how to follow. Show both your children. Look, look at Ericsson showing both his kids. <laughs> take notes, take
0: notes.
1: But guys, of course, we've got our winner of this week's BB of the Week, and it goes to none other than the resurfacing of Lily C. Soko. Mary Lou Debe, has so wonderfully posted about their lovely holiday at Disneyland Paris, where what does one do when they're in Disneyland? wear Minnie Mouse ears, and vogue like a bitch that she is. I love it. This girl knows how to pose. Here we are with Soko in front of the castle with Mama, giving Mama a kiss with Minnie and Mickey Mouse. Everybody's having fun. Lily is smiling and serving looks. So happy for her. It's captioned, Life is a fairy tale star emoji. And well, girl, it is a fairy tale. And the happily ever after is you are our BB of the week. Congratulations. Congratulations. And there goes the whistle. We have reached the end of the second half. I want to thank everyone for joining us and listening. Um, If you haven't, followed us on our socials. We're at Stalking Spurs on Instagram and Twitter. Like, subscribe, share the podcast with a friend. And I don't know, everybody cross our fingers together. So for our next games, we get maximum points. (laughs) 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 We'd love to hear from you. So do reach out to us on our socials. Thanks, Acid, And thanks, Toby. Thanks, Patty. Thanks, Toby. We'll we'll see you guys next time on Stocking Spurs. Come Come on, on, you Spurs. Spurs.